bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Hello and welcome to episode 137 of the Corinne Nidja podcast. I'm your host Corinne Nidja. This podcast is where I share people's incredible transformation stories after making the switch to a whole food plant-based diet. This week on the show, this week on the show, we have Damien Turner, who is the co-founder of Garden of Vegan, whole food plant-based oil-free meal delivery service. And I am very excited for this company to be in existence because it just means that there is a service for people who are time poor or who are struggling with eating a plant-based diet or who don't feel like they're good enough, don't feel confident enough in the kitchen or have perhaps have multiple different dietary needs in the house and that I want to cook a hundred different meals. This service can help in that instance as well. It's just such a great service to exist as a vegan service for the animals, for the planet, for people's health. I'm always in support of businesses like this existing, especially if whole food, plant-based, oil-free, because it is just, you know, it's the best way to live and best diet to sustain us long-term as humans. So I'm really, really grateful to have Damien on the show. Now, we're talking about Garden of Vegan, but we're also going to be talking about his journey to Garden of Vegan as far as he wasn't always a vegan, he wasn't always plant-based, and he did have some health issues, and and he just had a really, I, I think, a really interesting path to get to where he is now as, you know, co-founder of a really wonderful, ethical, compassionate, health-promoting business and service for our, our country, Australia. And we have a lot of listeners in the UK and, you know, and the United States. I know that Garden of Vegan isn't a meal delivery service that's reaching you yet. Who knows in the future? No pressure, Damien. But there is so much to this episode insofar as just the optimism and the ability to realise that you are in a position in your life where you don't feel there's as much meaning and purpose and direction and then what can happen when you just stumble across something like learning more about healthful eating and health promoting foods and removing toxins from your home and where that where that journey can take you i find those kind of stories really really interesting and so i was really really excited to have Damien on the show to share his origin story to where he is now as yeah as the owner of a really wonderful business so garden of vegan is Damien's whole food plant-based oil-free meal delivery service. And the link is in the show notes to check out Garden of Vegan and order yourself some meals if you're in the east coast of Australia or um, Tasmania, Adelaide. And also I'll be linking to his six-week program, Back to Health, which is launching soon. And they've had some great results with that program. It provides all of your food, which is incredible, all your food for six weeks, plus boxes of leafy greens, plus bliss balls. And I'm not sure what else you'll find out over at the link. And yeah, it's a great program if it's kind of a done for you program. And everyone who has gone on that program so far have had great results with type 2 diabetes being reversed and gout and high blood pressure. So definitely head over there and check it out. That's at gardenervegan.com. And the link for the program, Back to Health, is in the show notes. So head over there and subscribe to them wherever they are. Follow them on social media, all the links to that where you can follow them on social media is in the show notes as well. And yeah, have a listen to Damien's story. Thank you so much, Damien. And thank you all for listening. Hello and welcome to the show, Damien. How are you going? I, and as I've said many times, I don't know how to answer that at the moment. <laughs> I 
Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's weird to say good because that's not quite true, but it's I am good right now. How about that? <laughs> good. It's nice speaking to you. And I've given you a little bit of an introduction. I was actually really interested when you reached out to me. I was really interested because I've heard of Gardener Vegan and you and I have talked a little bit in Messenger up, up before this interview came along and I knew and I was so in love with what you were doing and so happy that you were you know, doing the work that you're doing, providing plant-based meals, which is such a – people often in my work will say, you know, I just can't be bothered. I don't have the time. I get home from work to make healthy meals. I can make, you know – vegan meals that are bad for you, but I can't make healthy meals. I don't have the brain power at the end of the day. And then when I saw your service come along, I was like, this is perfect. People can actually get good food that's healthy for them. Definitely. When they're busy and time poor. So I was so pleased that you came into the world, but I didn't realize that you had a story that led you to Garden of Vegan. And I would love it if you could share it with us today. So for myself, probably in January 2017, I went on a health retreat, which was probably really the spark to uh, my health journey from that then on. Uh, I used to work in construction, work many hours, live the takeaway life. We'd take away food and breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um, didn't really respect my health at all. Uh, I was 125 kilos going into the retreat uh, within... 10 months, I lost 40 kilos. So it was a just, um, I wasn't saying that I was literally focused on and really drilled that I wanted to lose a certain amount of weight or anything like that. It's just that everything I learned on that retreat just really was probably the right time for me to hear it. So basically overnight, got rid of all processed foods, went completely organic, got rid of all chemicals out of the house. So we went to no toxic like chemicals for cleaning, deodorants, health products. So literally changed our whole life in – the retreat was five days, so literally just changed our whole life in that time period. And uh, I didn't go plant-based straight away. It was probably maybe three months into the whole health journey. The health retreat wasn't a, a plant-based retreat. It was just pretty, pretty much just to really learn a lot of aspects about organics, low toxins and stuff like that. So along that journey, I met a few people, um, done a couple of juice fasts along the way, and then kind of started watching a lot of documentaries and um, just led me to see what is happening out there and kind of one for my health and then one for the animals. It kind of just all kind of came together and, um, yeah, just allowed me to really realize that I needed to take my health um for myself and that basically along that journey just kept losing weight and pretty much all I did was walk in the morning and just um, went pretty much whole foods. I was still having oil at the time but then obviously learning along this way I've learned about what the having no oil as well so it's kind of now being whole food plant based and oil free um, which is why we have Garden Vegan that way as well. So along that journey, I had a, a vegan um, online supermarket, which I ran, which was called Vegan Isle. So I ran that for a while, which then led me to meet the people I now am in business with for Gardener Vegan. So um, just had the idea and uh, I put it to them. I, I, I used to buy lunch off Druin from Sozo up here at the Gold Coast and just loved the way he cooked and what, what he was uh, um, really doing. And Benny, which is uh, doing all our social media and everything on our, um, our Garden of Vegan page, he was my PT at the time. So I just love what he was doing with his own social media and just felt that it would be really aligned to join all that together and, and really uh, get something started. So my partner and I moved up from Sydney in July this last year. We formed the business in December 2018. Uh, and then really put everything together and, and got it kicked off in April 2019. So we just hit our one-year birthday, which has been great. Happy birthday. Yeah, with everything that's going on, it's been a bit of a, uh, as you can say, maybe a little bit of a, a downturn because what's going on, but it's, it's still great and we're still, still putting along and, yeah, just really enjoying what we're doing and, and being able to offer the healthiest meals to people's doorsteps. Yes. So what areas do you cover now? 
So we cover all the way from Port Douglas all the way down to Tasmania and out to Adelaide. Pretty much the whole eastern state minus a few little pieces in between that are a little bit rural. So That is a massive expanse of the country to cover with plant-based meals. Do you find were you surprised at some areas where it did really well and you were you like, wow, I'm so surprised that yeah, there's so many little little country towns that you like uh, I've visited or been to through some work and you would never expect I don't know why maybe that's a stereotype but yeah. you just you kind of don't expect to get a, a a purchase from those areas but yeah we sometimes get three to four in these little little country towns that yeah they they buy and they love the food and just keep continue being a customer of ours. Is it hard to cover that? Like, obviously, you'd have to have kitchens and people cooking for you all over the country for that to to get those meals out. So we cook everything out of the Gold Coast. Ah. So everything gets cooked Gold Coast and then gets shipped um, overnight through cold logistics to all different locations. We aren't frozen either, so all our meals are fresh. Uh, so basically, you, once you receive them, you've got about seven to eight days to, to eat the food. Wow, that is really, really incredible. I think for a lot of people who, like yourself, want to eat healthy, really good plant-based foods full of nutri- full of you know a range of nutrients, especially when you're time poor, it's really and it, especially when like right now, a lot of families I know are. I, th- I feel like it's like I call it COVID brain, where you're kind of in this weird haze, and it's really hard to think of <laughs> what to do, what to cook, what to do the next step in the day sometimes because you're kind of like it's just a weird space to live in this world as we know it currently and so these meals would be so helpful for some because the option is poor takeaway you know like chips hot chips pizza takeaway of all different kinds that it's not great for you and then you can have garden a vegan that is it ticks all the boxes as you say for the animals for the planet for your health and for your COVID brain. <laughs> right, yeah. So it does. Also, you don't have to go outside and a lot of people want to stay inside just for all this um, social distancing and stuff like that. So that allows us to get it to your door and, and it pretty much goes from farm to our kitchen to your door. So it alleviates the handling of all the produce as well. So that's one thing that is alleviated with us being able to do our service. I want to hear more about Garden of Vegan, but I also want to backtrack a little bit for people who want to hear more of your of your journey with you know before pre their health retreat. Insofar as you were you said that you were in construction and you were living a diet of takeaway food and you'd gotten up to 125 kilos. What was life like for you then? Because I think a lot of people that listen may be in that place now and be listening, going like, I am. 125 kilos plus and I do have a busy busy strenuous job like construction and my diet is mostly heavy high fat high processed food high salt sugar oil meals those foods are so addictive and thinking how do you actually stop yourself from wanting those things so what was the incentive for you to go to the retreat in the first place I just felt internally that I wasn't living my best life so I kind of just felt I don't want to say depressed but kind of just not happy not full of energy uh, always lethargic always sleeping in not wanting to get out of bed Uh, I just done all the work I was doing but and eating pretty much anything I could get from a takeaway shop and it just kept going on like that and on and on and on and for me I just would just had an inner feeling that I it must be something better than this. And then my partner had always wanted to go to a retreat and I kind of was that kind of person that didn't want to step out of my comfort zone, but just something felt right to just give this one a go. And I went to this retreat called, it's called Gwingana up here at the Gold Coast. Uh, it's an amazing retreat. That's so funny that you're mentioning this because my brother-in-law, he, I've never been to Gwingana, but him and my sister-in-law always talk about Gwingana and say it's like so good and I haven't been so it's as good as they say obviously. Yeah it is it's amazing um, the people there are amazing the activities you do are amazing their day spa is like voted like number one in the southern hemisphere so it's like it's amazing what what's there so 
you can go there just for relaxation or you can really go there for a, a full detox. So um, it really caters to all uh, areas. Yeah, and then kind of from that, just learnt the education around everything. And I think that was the biggest part is like, and probably preparation as well. Is like a, a lot of the time we live a busy life and don't want to prepare, but preparing things earlier or, or having things that are there that are healthy in your household and not having things that are unhealthy there when you're hungry, you, all, all you've got to go to is a healthy option. I actually ate probably three times more food when I came back from the treat than I ever did beforehand. So like I didn't restrict calories or restrict what I ate. I just used, I was eating whole food and I was eating meat at the time, but it was all organic and pretty much majority of my stuff was vegetables. Like I'd make massive Buddha bowls and, and just fill it with heaps of veggies really, just roast veggies was my, my biggest consumption. I think I was doing like a kilo of sweet potato a day. Like it was just, um, just constant, just eating all that kind of great tasting veggies as well. So, and yeah, just knowing the knowledge of what was about the food and how it was actually healing me and making me feel good. In the first, I think, maybe month or two, the energy I had was like unbelievable. It was like go to bed at 8, 9 o'clock at night, wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning, like buzzing, ready to go. Like it, was, it wasn't like, yeah, it was like probably being on 10, 10 coffees a day. It was just crazy energy just from the shift of changing from high fatty processed foods to things that were more alive. So they were actually giving me nutrients and not probably taking them away. Many guests on the show talk about that increased energy. And when you're trying to talk about this way of eating, it's probably the the quickest turnaround result of changing your diet to a whole food plant-based diet. Like the first thing for me was energy increase and my brain fog kind of cleared away. And when people talk about, you know, oh, well, you know, why bother? <laughs> hardly, seems, hardly seems worth going vegan. I want to keep eating the things I want to eat. I don't believe it's going to, you know, cure cancer or do all these, cure multiple sclerosis or whatever. And I always think, wouldn't you just try it just for the energy yeah, and the brain fog, like for a week? Just give it a shot. It definitely allows you to also be more in touch with yourself because you're not, I know I just, that might just sound a bit funny, but. I know I just felt like I now get to understand myself a lot more as well and my emotions, how I feel when I don't eat something right. Like I know, like it's like the, the body, you get more in touch to, to learn your body and what it needs and what it requires. When you eat such a high processed fatty diet, you kind of, how you say about that brain fog, it's just like you're just, just skimming through life. Like there's no... There's no really amazing parts of life. It's just just getting through and you just wake up, go to work and do the same and repeat and nothing feels great. But when you uh, just it sounds funny that just changing your diet can uh, alleviate a lot of these things, but it, it does like it's just yeah, it's amazing. And it's really it's so hard to describe. I feel like I, you know, it is just so easy to relate to the matrix taking that pill <laughs> because it is when you, I have friends who aren't vegan and they're always talking about how tired they are, how exhausted they are, how they can't think straight, that they don't feel great. And like, I just, I don't talk to them about going plant-based. Oh, I, I still will mention, I'll say, you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> I'll just say that, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. going to say? So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they kind of just laugh. But I mean, it is the other side when you've, you, we all know what the, the side of eating, you know, animals and processed foods feels like. Everyone who's now whole food plant-based, most people, my children aren't, I've been plant-based since they'll conceive, but most people weren't plant-based and then that, and now they are. And if they, and they notice a massive difference. So you just think, oh gosh, if you could just feel the difference that it is when you make that switch, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's. Kind of like you want to give them just a little bit of a glimpse so that it's like once they feel that, they're like, it's just the mind's made up. Like it's like, like I just can't fathom being anything else anymore. Like it just doesn't even compute in the brain. Like there's just nothing would ever go back to that. So that just, yeah. But yeah, Every, Everyone own. comes to it in their own time or doesn't come to it at all. But mm. I do think that 
more and more people as time goes on. Uh, it's becoming such a big movement and I hope it continues after this pandemic and people aren't just at home now going, well, why bother? I'm just going to. I hope that they're not doing that. But I do think it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant time to be starting a business like your own where, well, not starting, you've started it, but I mean to be in a business like your own where people are wanting to, and more than ever, I imagine that there's many people that are in isolation who were like, you know what, like coming out of this, I want to make some better choices for myself. Definitely. And looking to services like yours because maybe they're not a great cook or they're not confident in the kitchen or they don't know where to begin. And having a done-for-you service is just amazing. Yeah, it does make it a lot easier. It makes, um, I think there's also people sometimes feel like a, a ready meal and they might think of it in the sense of like, Something you go buy on coals and it's in the freezer aisle and you heat it up and it, it just tastes like plastic. But sometimes the, the food that gets created out of our kitchen from Drew and the head chef, like it's amazing. Like I just, uh, it's something like I, I eat it every day. So it's like it's in my sense, it's not like I'm just using it as a business to sell. It's like it's something that I truly wholeheartedly believe in. It's something I would put in my body every day something I eat every day and I would stand by it. So it's kind of on that ethical level as well. It's like not selling something that you would not touch on, would not eat yourself. So, yeah, for me that kind of really hits hits hard for me as a just as a, a person doing something right as well. Absolutely. When you have a, have a business that you know that the owners are aligned with that and they're not just doing it to be like, you know, Nestle, who's, you know, sorry, Nestle, but doing terrible things to children in other parts of the world and, you know, wanting to own all the water in the world. But also we'll make some plant-based things to make sure that we capture the vegan market. But overall, we're terrible humans. (laughs) It's nice to support companies, I think. For me personally, I like to support companies who I know are congruent with their message, that are in alignment with their message, that are ethical businesses. Mm, definitely agree because it's like for us, we support people like that as well and we've got some changes coming to our website which we're going to have some other um, like-minded businesses that we're going to be selling products on and kind of pantry items and things like that. So we are, we're just not going to just be a meal delivery service. We're going to have like the, the whole pantry that you can pretty much buy everything and have it to your door. If you want to cook yourself, you can cook yourself but if you want to buy the meals, you can buy the meals as well. So it's kind of aligning ourselves with other people that live that life and live that way as well is, is great. That's excellent. I never, I didn't know you were doing that and that's really, really, uh, just, is that, that seems like it's a follow on from your vegan aisle business. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something that we've been wanting to do for a while. It's just, it's a bit of a change with the whole logistics of the website, how we got to do it. So it's a bit more of a, uh, not a headache, but just saying another path we've got to go down and, to do that, the only thing there, vegan I was a bit more of a, a not in complete alignment with me. So that's kind of why I haven't really continued with it because it had a little bit more of that junk food vegan stuff on there. That not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that wasn't completely in alignment with how I live my life. So it wasn't really something that lit me up every day. Where garden and vegan is something that I, I that's how I live and that's how I, I want to share and, and and in abundance to other people. So. All the stuff that's coming on as pantry will be all in aligned with the whole organic, whole foods, plant-based. So it's more really refining that to be more about that as well. That sounds incredible. And I think that it will do so well right now when everyone's you know waiting for supermarkets to deliver their food. They can actually go to a, play, a one-stop place where they can get meals, they can get their groceries. That's incredible. I was going to ask you what kind of meals you offer just because people might be listening to me and like, what kind of food is it? <laughs> what, I know it's all different, but like at the moment, what could people order from you? So we've got a, a, a wide range. Like we have um, some curries, stews, soups. We have some probably on our naughtier range, which is like um, mac and cheese, potato bake, creamy alfredo. They're all whole food plant-based, but it's kind of um, – they're more on probably the the higher end of the the calories, but yeah, they're probably our high high sellers. But um, yeah, they they kind of I I love them as well. So it's kind of having been I have that bit of 
variants in our menu as well. Um, we have a few stir fries. Yeah, so it's a whole, whole, whole different range. We're about to add some new things in as well, which probably in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it's about 24 or 25 different meals. Wow, 25. That's a great amount of choice. And like curry, stews, soups, right in mac and cheese, potato bake, all in this wintry freezing. We're cold down here. I know you're in the sunshine, but it's freezing still. It's so nice though, yeah. It's probably <gasps> boiling, yeah. It's icy cold down here. It's so bizarre to me how you can be in my same country and be wearing a singlet and I'm freezing cold down here. Yeah, I was at the beach this morning and it's probably about 25, 26 degrees today. And yeah, just, I can't believe, like, I've, I've been from Sydney and um, Sydney right now would be really starting to get cold itself. And just living here for the first year, um, I was here kind of when I moved up here at the end of winter. Now we're kind of going autumn into winter. I just can't believe the, the temperature we're having at this time of year. It's just up here is crazy. Yes. I'm envious. I'm envious. I do want to move there. <laughs> but my husband does not want to move there. <laughs> All of our family and friends are from around here. So it's. Yeah, yeah. We love where we live. It's just, we just wish it would just be a bit warmer in winter. Yeah, not four seasons each day. Yeah, not four seasons each day. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice. I love the Gold Coast in that area and the northern New South Wales. Sunshine Coast, it's beautiful there. If you're from the United States, I apologise. We're just talking completely about things that are irrelevant to you right now or any other parts of the world. But we're here for, for your, your story and your story is really, really wonderful. I think for lots of people when they, you know, coming from construction and, and then making and feeling, as you said, don't want to get out of bed, life just feels like a grind. And then having making that connection to food and then transforming your life for a lot of people that's a massive massive step to take how did you how did you pivot like that and was were you frightened to move from your safe job into entrepreneurship in construction where i was working i was an operations manager so i was pretty much running a business myself at the time not by myself but doing the fundamentals of the business running so i kind of learned a lot of that through the process of being in construction. I kind of left there after all this health journey kicked in and just felt that I was a little bit not in the line, probably overworking myself and really probably driving myself into the ground, not just from the food side of things, mentally, emotionally. Um, and it just kind of got to the point where I just probably like burnout, out, if you want to say, which it's probably another reason why I went to the health retreat as well. Is just that I felt like I needed something to really maybe kickstart me again to something different. Uh, and then I kind of went out of that and went into like another construction company and I was only doing two days a week and kind of earning enough from that as maybe like not a consultant, but just enough to be comfortable for where I needed. And that allowed me to have three days a week to kind of just venture in and do things that I felt like I wanted to. And I had a little bit of money aside from uh, all the years of working construction and stuff like that that then allowed me to venture into vegan oil, which was a great journey for me in that sense. I got to learn a lot from that point of view of what to do and what not to do and, and it led me to where I am now. So I'm very thankful for having the kind of things that have happened along the way because this allowed me to learn little fundamental things to now have this whole um, kind of environment or lifestyle, really. Mm. It was, it's hard to say if it was scary or, or things. It's just kind of more gut feeling of like, okay, this, this seems right. I'll, I'll go with it. And not putting an ink on it like, oh, it may fail. It's like, well, if it fails, it's, it's meant to fail. Like it's, I've, I've got to learn something along the way. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things for people is that they're scared of that failure so they don't actually try something. So it's more just taking that step. And if you do fail, that's okay. Like it, it, lots of people do. So it's not like you're the only one who has. Um, and just make sure that you learn from it because if you don't learn from it and do it again, it's just going to hurt you again and hurt you again until you actually learn that lesson. It's very true and I think you're right that a lot of people are really scared of failing and I think our education system has a fair bit to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> to do with that. So homeschooling, may <laughs> homeschooling for two months, these future kids may be a bit less frightened of 
Yeah, definitely, yeah. Frightened of failure. But, I mean, it is it is really frightening to take – I'm glad that you – it's lucky that you did have that safety, kind of that safety net mm. going in. But still, it's a massive thing to, to risk a safety net on a dream. It is, yeah. It's – yeah, like I had not one clue of – a meal prep business or a online supermarket business like I had zero clue of what to do going into it so it's not like I really had a, a safety blanket in that sense of oh yeah I know what I'm doing I'm just going to go start something it was not knowing anything and just going for the best really and it's been amazing to learn like just the uh, things I've learned along that way on uh, just as an individual level of who I need to be as a person especially having five business partners uh with garden vegan it's you've you learn a lot within yourself of how to 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 be and how to um to act uh, not act but how to really deal with situations in those situations yeah it seems like that would be a massive learning curve, like going, as you said, from construction and then being like, so what does it take to run a meal business? Mm. And all the things is that so there's so many factors that would go into it. I, I don't know because I'm not a meal <laughs> prep business. Oh, yeah. It's, we, we started the business with like the, the legal documents and stuff like that in December 2018 and we thought, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll launch in January. But we didn't have getting going until April and we still probably weren't fully ready at that time when we launched. It's like all the things that we thought would just be a quick, yeah, let's get going. Like this one took a time, that one took a month, this one takes a month, that one takes a month. So it's kind of every time we felt like we were ready to open, there'd be another bit of curveball that would come in. So it's that was amazing to, to learn all that stuff as well. So it, now when we want to launch something, we know that we need to spend the time to really evaluate all situations before launching because – there's always these little hidden things that you don't think of straight away. Like pandemics. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, some, I've seen something the other day, like a cafe was opening um, within this pandemic. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's strong to, to really take that risk and, and, and start up in this something like this time. But some people just want to give it a go and, yeah, might take my hat off to them. So. Yeah. It's, it's interesting watching like, um, just from that standpoint – Two cafes that I love that I go to all the time, they have really good vegan options. Not quite whole food plant-based, but whole food bit of oil, which can I just have to keep gently edging them to remove the oil. But I love them as businesses because they, they make good vegan food to encourage more people who aren't vegan to go vegan, and that's a big deal to me. So I like to support those businesses that are encouraging people to eat less animals and to help the planet. But I noticed that those businesses have, have, have at, the, at the moment, they're closed. But there's a business, a cafe next door that is just selling takeaway coffees by the looks of it. And it's always got a queue of socially distanced people out the front to get coffees. I don't know how it's managing to keep afloat just on coffees, but it's still running. And I just, it's interesting to see how different businesses navigate it, you know? Like it's. Of course, yeah. We, we see the same up here. Some people are really into just keep the doors open even if it's like half the sales but just to keep it going but then some people are like okay maybe financially they haven't had the chance to be able to have that kind of loss of sales so yeah it's it's, it's each to their own trying to really navigate through this whole craziness of life at the moment mm, i'm obviously really hoping and i do think that they are getting some financial support now the businesses that i value and i hope that they can continue that support until perhaps this is over and they can start their businesses again. Yeah, definitely. But having a business like your own that is online and people can just order that right now is... Yeah, makes a big difference. Makes a massive difference and it's so incredibly lucky and mm. <laughs> and wonderful for you. One thing I was going to ask you around this is that when you go from being in construction to live, taking away all the toxins from your home, eating organic you know, going plant-based. How was that in your social circles and in your family, like, dynamic? Was it immediately embraced or was it like, this is a challenge? <laughs> Definitely wasn't embraced. And not from a negative point of view. It's just obviously people have their ways of eating for so long that you, when you start to eat something, it, it challenges the way that they 
do something so it's a, a challenge to them mm. so i don't know i kind of in the process you kind of it's, it's hard because you i feel people start to judge themselves through your eyes so just because you you choose to take your own life or, or health into um your own hands by the way you eat i this is just my interpretation but i just feel like when you go to go somewhere with them or um go to someone's house and you eat a different way than them i feel you stop to get invited and you stop to be included because not that they don't really uh want to be around you it's more that they feel that they don't know or don't understand it enough to maybe one accept it or one be comfortable that they may be eating something that you now don't eat so i think that's probably one of the things is just you tend to find different friends really it's 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 um people that more align with you just start to pop up and it, it's a strange how it all works but it's kind of you still talk to the people but you're just on a different level now because it's just not that you intentionally don't want to be friends or something like that but your subjects and topics you talk about now don't really relate or aren't on the same wavelength because it's yeah just you may not eat the same way or the way you feel now by what's led you to do research things and topics now don't marry up for friendship wise in a sense yeah family is a little bit different it's kind of some family were really really um okay with it some actually workers that work with me went plant-based after just seeing my health journey so it was really amazing to I never pushed anything on anyone, so it was literally just I just did my own thing. And if anyone wanted to ask a question, I was willing to answer the question, but I never sat next to someone or judged them for what they were eating or I would never tell them that they were this was wrong or I was right. So I kind of just done my own thing, stayed in my own lane and just had people constantly asking me questions that I was more than willing to um, express how I felt about that. And I think along that 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 journey with that they seen how much of a difference i had with my weight loss and and my mentality my emotions um, just how i was more happier more vibrant that then allowed them to think oh this there must be something to this i might give it a go myself and yeah so it's kind of good to to see that happen with no force or or anything like that i think that was a great great thing to, to see and, and, and be witness of. And many guests that come on this show, um, men in particular, talk about that, that there was no pushing. They just kind of, they, they transform themselves and in that transformation, people begin to notice and, and make, those, make some positive changes in their own lives. And it's such an incredible little beautiful ripple that, that happens when people that, I guess people that they respect change. Mm, definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so your family wasn't. What did you? I, I missed that kind of part. Yeah, so it was. It was okay. Like it wasn't. Um, like obviously, family have their own way of, of of eating and things like that. And I kind of never pushed anything on them. Kind of, yeah. They just continued doing what they were doing, and, and really, some some stuck in their ways. And um, meat and three veg is what I'll do. It's what I've always lived on and, and things like that. So it's like, yeah, okay, that's, that's fine. And yeah, the doctor says I'm healthy. Okay. Well, that's what they say. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that you need to eat a different way. This is what I've done. And, um, if you want to eat this way and want to do that, that's your choice. I feel like family can be so much more tricky than anybody else because just the dynamics in most, in many people's families are just <laughs> more complex <laughs> than they can yeah. be. That's the way to put it, complex. Yeah, more complex. And it just can be very tricky to get people in your family to, to listen and make those changes. But then some families, some people who have been on the show, they just managed to, like Josh Lejoni, I think, and Plant-Based Gabriel, as a few people who've like managed to get their whole family to come on board and do the journey with them and have all these, like the whole family's gone from being obese to being like super jacked and fit. And I'm just like, oh, what did you do? <laughs> give me, can you bottle up what you've done so that I can give that dose to my family? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
that's, that's amazing. It's amazing. But it's just, it's interesting, like their attitudes. And it's, I like to watch, listen to everyone and see and just hear their journeys and their family's journeys. And my family are like your family and they're just like, oh, good for you, duck. But they call me duck. Uh, my dad does. Uh, good for you, duck. But I'm going to, I like what I'm doing. I eat pretty good. That's what he just always, I eat pretty good. I'm like, all right. All right, Dad. Yeah, we actually had um, – we're about to launch a six-week program called um, Back to Health. So it's basically we will supply all of your food, uh, fruit and leafy greens box. We have some bliss spores as such, which have got vitamin D, B12, iodine, and omega-3s in them. And basically for the whole six weeks, all you eat is gardener vegan food. We had two uh, people on a kind of pilot program um, one was my aunties and kind of just on that process, uh, been diabetic for I think 11 years or something like that. And we were able to help her with her diabetes in that process. It was like, it was amazing to see the transition of her throughout the process. Um, and then, uh, another guy, Paul, um, had gout and a few things and just uh, high blood pressure and stuff like that. Just in the, the matter of six weeks, the results we got was just unbelievable. Um, this will all be launched soon. I don't know if it'll be launched before this podcast comes out, but this is coming out on Monday next week. <laughs> okay, no, we'll be probably a week off, but um, yeah, we yeah we it's just all these results to be or given out, but we just couldn't believe just uh, how much the results were just on a whole food, plant based, oil free lifestyle in just six weeks with a little bit of walking. That's all we really got them to do. Not much exercise, just a few things, and it's just unbelievable. Has your auntie and Paul stayed? Have they stayed on this way of eating? I think my auntie has, um, and Paul, they are, I think, about 90%. Yeah, that's still great. And they're, I think they're, my auntie's in her 60s, and I think Paul's, don't hold me to it, maybe in his 50s. And so, yeah, so I think they're just, I think they've taken it on really well and trying their best to continue that lifestyle. Like it's, it's, it is, as you know, a learning curve to, to change your whole life. Like before that they were doing whatever they wanted to then go six weeks with us and then come off that and then be able to continue. I think they're doing basically the best they have with the knowledge they have. And I think they're still doing amazing and still doing great. And I'm very proud of both of them for what they've achieved. That is incredible. So that is called Back to Health six-week program. Yeah, so six-week Back to Health program. So it'll be uh, probably launching in a couple of weeks' time. So Awesome. So that's over at your Garden of Vegan website? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a tab on our website and then, um, we'll probably have a landing page and a few things set up in probably the next week or two, which will basically go into everything about it, the results, um, what it is, what's what's um, supplied and, and everything like that. So Awesome. Well, the, I, I am so looking forward to hearing more about that program and, and hearing and seeing how your business grows with this new grocery store side of things. So is everything organic in that grocery store or most things? Everything. Everything. What's, that's one of our fundamentals is being organic. Uh, we aren't certified organic as a company, but every ingredient we use is certified organic. And that's one thing we don't pass on. And uh, this whole pantry system, it will be all certified organic products. That's awesome. So that's from things like deodorants, all those kinds of things you're going to have there too, or just pantry stuff? Uh, we haven't thought about that as of yet more. It's more probably on the food side at the moment. That could probably be down the track, but more would be like, being able to buy bulk products, um, nuts, seeds, grains, legumes, like the whole range of different um, aspects to nut butters. Um, yeah, like yeah, a whole bunch of things that we will be able to send out in in bags of like compost, home compostable bags as well. So trying to keep that one extra part of the environment. Mm. Are your containers for your meals compostable? No, they're plastic at the moment. They're fully recyclable plastic. We're in the um, process of trying to find a company that can do a compostable mm-hmm. container that meets the food standards because we're, our meal is sealed and we need to send all around the, the country. It, it's hard to find something that matches that criteria at the moment. We were trying to get that before we launched. Um, that's why we, another reason why we held off a little bit when we first started but it's just there's nothing being out there and it's still it's coming it's very close very very close to being um 
ready for this market. Um, I don't know exactly the time, but I'm hoping by um, mid to late this year we'll have something that will be a fully home compostable. Pretty much you can eat it. Whatever you don't eat, you can literally go put in your home compost out the backyard and it's just all going to compose everything. So that's the aim for our business. We've been trying very hard to, to do that. Um, but it's just one of those things at the moment that it's hard to give that when there isn't something there to give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I imagine that that's going to be really soon in the future anyway, that that's, that is going to come into existence because there's a, definitely a market for it and more and more of us are wanting to use oh, massive, plastic less. massive market. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you come on the show and shared your story today and to hear that this business exists and to hear, I think for many people listening to hear where you've come from and where you are now and that life seems like a, is it like a different life looking back and thinking about where you are? Completely different. Yeah. It's, it's hard to sometimes fathom living that life again or even going back to that life. Yeah. It's, it's a, definitely a different way of living and I've kind of always been very work focused and now I'm more a little bit to more doing things that light me up as well outside of work so yeah like before this I never even went to the beach so now I live on the Gold Coast and I try to go three to four times a week where that was never in my wavelength I wouldn't even want to do that so it's just great little things that I've thrown to, to like that's so interesting and a lot of people who come on this who come on the podcast like end up like becoming athletes or cyclists or Ironman or women or um, bodybuilders and it's just it's so exciting to see and to know that you can you know for me I never used to exercise at all and now like I run five to ten kilometers most days and it just gives you it just gives people a new lease on life oh definitely yeah that's one thing like even just doing nature walks beach walks like all those things it's like spending that extra hour a day to do those things to do something for yourself really makes your day um and i notice the days that i don't do that it's not that it's negative but you just the energy you feel internally because you haven't spent some time on yourself is just so different absolutely on that note i was going to ask you and i forgot but i'll ask you now and that is what would be your top three tips for anyone who are wanting to make some healthy changes in their life one would be probably be prepared uh, as i said earlier is um knowing what's good for you what's not good for you having those items ready for you for you when there is a time when you don't have time to eat. You're not going to go to something bad. Two, eat garden vegan. <laughs> I thought that would be one. I was waiting for that to be your first one. <laughs> and three would be, yeah, just really looking and, and focusing on what you're putting in your mouth and and understanding that there's so much you can create from just a few vegetables. Like it, it, I think probably actually – it would be better is keeping it simple. A lot of people try to like, oh, I want to make this extravagant three-course dinner every night and think that they've got to do that. Like there's so much basic, simple recipes that taste amazing, um, which take minutes to, to, to cook and, and then to eat. And it's like, I don't know, I think they people feel like by going plant-based, like what do I cook? Like, oh, I used to have meat and veg. Like, well, you have all the veg still. You just now make like a – uh, um, hummus or a nice tahini dressing or something that goes over all them and you've got all your veggies and all this seasoning that goes over the top of it and just that just tastes amazing by itself it's like it's so simple so quick but yeah i think it's just not overcomplicating things it's going to simple yeah keep it simple i like that so be prepared and i think when you're talking about preparation talking about education at the same time you know the more people know the more they can fall back on that knowledge in those times when they're unprepared, I think, is also helpful. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, because for me, learning about the animals, I was like, well, now I just wouldn't. Mm. Before I learned about the animals, I was like, well, maybe I'll have this chocolate bar. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll have this. Uh, education, yeah, is a big one. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Eat Garden of Vegan, everyone, if you're in Australia and you're on the East Coast or Tasma Tasmania and Adelaide, all the way to Adelaide. Are you heading going to head all the way west anytime soon? We're looking into it at the moment. So we're just looking at the whole delivery network situation to 
how we can make sure everything stays fresh throughout the process and get there in time. We'd have so many people inquire from WA, so it's uh, I don't know if it's easily to get that great amount of or great type of food over there. So uh, we do have a lot of inquiries, so we are definitely looking to do that. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Damien, for coming on the show. It was wonderful to hear your story. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Damien, for coming on the show. Thank you all so much for listening, and I highly recommend that you go out and purchase yourself some delicious Garden of Vegan meals and send some, order some for your family and your friends and people in your life that you're like, oh, give them a gift. Everyone, there's no one who turns down a free gift that arrives on their doorstep of a beautiful meal. Even if they're not vegan or plant-based, everyone wants a free meal. And these meals are delicious and they're delivered right to their doorsteps. Think about all your friends and family who may right now need a loving meal delivered to their doorstep and buy them one. (laughs) Order them one and order yourself a bunch and go and leave a beautiful rating and review over on Facebook or social media or somewhere where you're following Garden of Vegan online or on Google reviews or wherever you can review Garden of Vegan, put in a good review for them and yeah, buy some food from these people and support their business because it's such a wonderful ethical business for the animals, for the planet, for our health, for human health and I for one I'm all about supporting ethical businesses such as Garden of Vegan. So get yourself some delicious food and wherever you are, I hope that you're safe. And I mention this each week, but if you're feeling a real heaviness at the moment and you're in Australia, we have Lifeline here, 131114 is a 24-7 phone line, suicide phone line, which has qualified trained counsellors that can support you and they're free or get a mental health care plan from your bulk billing doctor and organise yourself some. They give you six weeks of, six weeks, sorry, six sessions of counselling with a psychologist and yeah, I just don't want people to feel like there is no other option or that they're alone right now. So please call Lifeline if you need some support or um, phone a friend, go for a nice walk in nature, watch a funny movie, do something that you love, have a bath, pat a dog <laughs> or a cat, whatever fur feather animal that you have. Give yourself a hug. I know it's really, really hard um, for a lot of people out there. So I'm thinking of you all and sending you all my love and... Yeah, my heart goes out to everyone who is struggling. So please take care of yourselves and I will see you all next week. Bye. Bags are packed. Are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road. Riding with you in the sunnier 